It is health and wellbeing. Peter Mullen and Amanda Trager joining us this afternoon. And Peter, for those who might not have a, a clue, I mean, we've heard meditation. We've probably got an idea in our minds what it actually is. But let's just put it all on the table. What is meditation? Well, look, it's interesting, Mark. Evidence definitely shows that our mind and body are intricately connected. And um, in fact, thousands of genes have been identified that appear to be directly influenced by your subjective mental state. So along with having a healthy healthy diet, getting a variety of exercises, ensuring proper sleep, all the things we've talked about in the past, you know, meditation is a really important practice, I believe, for everybody that really wants to have good health long term. So, you know, what is meditation? So in its simplest form, meditation involves turning the mind and attention inward, I guess, and focusing on a single thought, image, object or feeling. Um, and basically it's a, it's a way of retraining your mind, training your mind to focus on the moment um, rather than, you know, we've talked about this in the past, going on over what's happened in the past or stressing or worrying so much about what goes on in the future. So, you know, the goal of meditation is to help practice being more present. But I thought that might be a good question for um, Amanda. <laughs> hey, Amanda, welcome. Welcome to Health and Wellbeing with <laughs> Peter you. Mullen, your boss. Um, so I guess, yeah, meditation is one of your your, your strengths. You, you sort of teach it. You, you've trained people to do it. Um, yeah. What is it that – how do we make that switch over to not thinking about everything that's going on in our busy lives and sort of putting that to one side and, as Peter said, focus inward? It sounds – for some of us, I reckon that's pretty tricky. Yeah, and sometimes it's a little bit overwhelming when you haven't been used to sitting with your own thoughts and sitting quietly with no interruptions and turning all that attention inwards. It can be quite overwhelming to begin with. So maybe an easier way to think about meditation from a very beginning point of view is just becoming a little bit more mindful about what you're doing each day. And it can be just to sit for five minutes every morning and sit and really consciously think about your breath and just try and let all the other thoughts drop back into your mind and let them have a bit of a rest while you focus on just that moment. So kind of baby steps, really. Yeah, baby steps. So it's great to look at everyone that practices meditation and go, wow, you know, do an hour-long meditation. And most people who haven't practiced before will tell you that's just torture for them because for that hour they're thinking don't think about that job okay no I'm thinking about the next thing no go back to thinking about nothing and it's really hard with any exercise program we start at the very beginning you know baby steps and it's the same thing with training your mind as well so so when you have people that are at that at the onset of it and they're like look let's just introduce this concept into my into our lives do, do you find that people struggle immediately or do people just get it I guess it depends on the person. We all know people that are a little bit more anxious or on edge and they might struggle a little bit more to lay still or be still. Um, I also teach yoga and so that's how I came to my practice of meditation was I tended to stew a lot on things that I had yet to do and that caused me to have a lot of anxiety through my day. So I'd just be sitting on that really heightened awareness and that edge and so anything had kind of tipped me forwards. But in the Western culture we learn about yoga as the movements but really the practice of yoga is all about doing the movements so that your body is nice and relaxed so that at the end of the class you can meditate so i guess dealing with the body issue 
then leading into being comfortable and then starting with those baby steps. Aha. Uh-huh. So so most of us who have it as a, an exos- a part of an exercise program, we sort of get the first half and then we sort of, oh, time to go home now, and we sort of miss out on the stuff that affects our minds, which calms us down. Yeah, and so much of our mind impacts our body and how that works and how healthy our body is is so intricately linked to our mind, which, I mean, Peter mentioned at the beginning as well. So I think it's one of the most important aspects to our ongoing health. And there's a lot of mental health support now out there. So this is just one step. Absolutely. And I think um, just that concept that um, yoga is really like an active form of meditation. Like even going for a walk, you know, thinking about where's where's someone going to start out there that's never meditated before. Mm. You know yourself, if you go for a nice long walk, you might start off and your thoughts are all in disarray and you're thinking about what you've got to do when you get home and I don't really have enough time for this. But hopefully by the time you've done the walk, you're, you've put yourself into a more relaxed state. Your brain's produced endorphins, which has helped to calm those thoughts down. And, you know, so that's, that's a form of active meditation as well. So yep. walking, yoga. But just generally, like, um, so for someone that's never done meditation before, and we'll get more into this as we go, where would be a good place to start? So I guess the best place to start is a spot that you feel comfortable, either last thing at night or first thing in the morning when you don't have a lot of other jobs on your plate. If you can't get to, I mean, there are courses and classes, but we just want to start at the very beginning. So setting aside an amount of time each morning, morning's probably the best time, get up when it's nice and quiet before you go out into the busyness of the day, set yourself a timer for five minutes and create a space that's really comfortable for you so it might be in the somewhere corner of, somewhere in the house or yeah yep, in the bedroom or yeah in the corner of your bedroom with a couple of comfy pillows some warm blankets around you and just practice if you can't sit up straight you know practice sitting nice and straight against a wall and close your eyes and start to deepen your breath and start to slow your body down and if you find that you have got those racing thoughts and they they bounce off and you're off on your jobs to-do list for the rest of the day there's some visualizations that you can use you can either focus back on your breath and just count your breath so breathing in two three four and then breathing and that's out. A, that's a great one. There's a really cool um, YouTube video called Monkey Mind. Mm-hmm. And it's um, this Buddhist monk and he's sort of explained to people that meditation isn't about don't think of this and try not to think of that. And it's more about we've all got that monkey mind, that part of our brain that, you know, wants to yada, yada, yada or chapel, like chat all the time. So what he suggests is, you know, you need to give that part of your mind something to do. Mm. So when you're sitting quietly and you've got a nice comfortable space and, you know, that can be sitting up, you know, cross-legged on the floor or it can be sitting comfortably on the lounge, whatever. But he was sort of saying the same thing. Give the monkey mind something to do. So focus on your breath. So that sounds right with you. Yeah, so being able to have something to focus on because... Our mind is always looking for a job to do. So it's not going to sit there and go, okay, there's n- I'm thinking about nothing. How blissful because am I? Because a lot of people it's think that with meditation happen. is you've got to sit there and think about nothing. And to become... That's re- tricky. It is tricky. <laughs> it's too it's hard. almost impossible yeah. in this yeah. busy world. So the goal is to just focus on that breath and just observe the breath. So it's a good good start of... um. We'll talk a bit more about mindfulness again after, but it's good practice in becoming more mindful, being able to step back and observe what you're doing. Mm, definitely. So, uh, guys, I guess, again, for folks who are not familiar completely with meditation, there are probably a few misconceptions out there. Um, you know, Again, we, we touched on time. Amanda, earlier on, it, you, know, you don't really have to spend a lot of time, do you? It doesn't take, have to be a big time-consuming 
thing, to, particularly when you're starting out? No, it can be a couple of minutes every morning that can help to make the changes that you need to move into meditation. Is it something that we probably need to be practicing every day? Look, if, if you can practice it every day, that's great. If you can't, you get there when you get there. Yeah, that's the thing is, you, as long as you do make the time. Yeah, a bit of time there. Um, something else that someone said to me once, where they asked about meditation, that takes years of practice to work. Does it take that long? Look, no, not at all. Like meditation happens or starts to benefit you as soon as you start to um, turn your um, attention inward, and you can meditate while you're driving the car. I know that sounds silly, but like you can be consciously driving your car mm-hmm. with your eyes open. Obviously, Mark is. I'd recommend that. But um, while you're driving, rather you can be just start to sort of go do a scan through your body and recognise that you're holding on the steering wheel too tight. So you can take a deep breath and relax your hands. You can relax your shoulders. So again, it's starting to become more mindful about where you're holding tension in your body. And um, even while you're driving the car at the traffic lights, you can be focusing on your on breathing in and breathing out. So you can sort of use this to. You don't have to like meditation. Doesn't have to be that you go into this deep state of relaxation where you zone out of the rest of the world and you you know it can be you can start to practice snippets of meditation relaxation wherever we are it's a little broader than that isn't it like like you said driving a car or doing another activity you can take that self-analysis time to sort of relax yeah a bit. self-analysis is a great word and you can be in a meeting at work and you can be you <laughs> well know. maybe not there <laughs> the boss says come on peter what what are we yeah. talking about i don't know i was self analyzing that's what i was doing so yeah so it's but it's like any it's like any skill though too like the more you practice meditation um the better you become and, and even as well. and even though it is something that is linked to religious or spiritual um has that component it's not necessarily totally focused there is it amanda no i mean it is a part of most spiritual and religious practices because they know the benefits of having a clear and calm mind. But meditation itself has no religious connotations at all. You can okay. choose it to do it however you like. Mm, and self and, and do those self analysis, Peter. Yeah, being being mm. more aware, being mm. more aware on a daily day. Like that's the progression for all of us, I guess, is towards being a lot more mindful about all sorts of things. But one of the most challenging things to be mindful about is our thoughts and our emotions. You know, and finding ways of disengaging so we're not so caught up in those all the time as well. Well, well let's start to have a look through some of the actual health benefits um, now that we've all got started, um, particularly in, in terms of uh, your mind, Peter. Yeah, well, actually, our brains actually begin deteriorating after the age of 20, unfortunately. That's dis- depressing. Continue degrading further as we get older. So while this is scary news, a study by US and Australian researchers found that this process can be slowed with meditation. Um, the study found that long-term meditation had better, long-term meditators had better preserved brains than non-meditators as they aged. So that's definitely a, a, going to be a positive from that mm. point of view. Um, heart disease, you know, meditation has been shown to reduce your risk of heart disease. And they actually found that, that people that were more optimistic and positive in their approach to life were less likely to have heart disease than people that were more negative and everything was a stress or everything was a drama or everything was a problem. Well, I'm snookered. <laughs> I'm done. <laughs> we're, we're, working, we're working on you, though. <laughs> we're getting there. What about this monkey mind that I've, uh, you've got on your notes here? Can you, what, what is oh, look, that it's about? A, it's a great video. If anyone out there has never done meditation mm. before and wants to just learn the most simple, simplest basic technique, it's a f- three-minute video on YouTube. 
um, as I was talking about before, talking about the meditation is not so much initially about trying to stop what we're thinking about, but giving that part of our brain something to do, which may be just focusing on breathing in, breathing out. And you're not doing, you're not making yourself breathe. You're, you're taking the role of the observer and you're just observing the air coming in through your nostrils or nose and out through your nose. In through your nose, out through your nose. So you're just trying to observe. Tell you what, Amanda Trago, you turn up, but you've only done about how long have you been with Peter's team? Not not that long. Well, I haven't even started seeing clients in the clinic yet. <laughs> okay. I'm just getting all prepared and sorted. And all of a sudden, he's got you doing the, the radio program. So we'll, that's the last we'll see of Peter. He'll be off on holidays. <laughs> and that's uh, what I'm that's what I'm planning, Mark. That's I'm, the way, the way forward. And Look, Ama- Amanda's actually coming on board as our fertility expert and women's among, health and women's health, among other things. And we haven't really had someone in the practice. For years, it's been dedicated just to helping couples fall pregnant, but also with women's health. So So we're um, very excited. Plenty of tools in the belt there, for sure. So back to meditation, which is our topic for today. A couple of uh, more health benefits. I I know you guys want to move forward, but I've got to to say, jump-starting creativity and reducing addiction cravings. How does meditation help do these things? Well, look, by by quieting the mind down, um, you're then able to access different parts of your brain. So, you know, studies at John Hopkins University um, looked at the relationship between mindfulness, meditation, the ability to reduce depression and anxiety and also pain. So I imagine it's working on similar areas in the brain by turning down um, areas of the brain that are too overstimulated, stimulating areas that are maybe not accessed as much. That's when we're going to start to get, you know, management, better management from an addiction point of view and maybe the creativity as well. Okay, and uh, some other health benefits like uh, pain and depression as well? Yeah, sure. So there's been a lot of studies that have been done about meditation, particularly and pain and helping with resilience as well. But one of the ones that um, we've found recently as well is that it actually looks at the... it. Access, sorry, there was a study done that assessed the response of meditation and yoga practice in a group of participants. So they did a three-month retreat. And what they found after that three months of healthy yoga and lots of meditation practice and learning that from the very beginning, and these were people that hadn't meditated before, they found that their markers of inflammation and stress actually reduced in their body and their sense of overall well-being really increased. Wow, that's that's pretty good. And inflammation, we're starting to talking some real overall health benefits there, aren't we, if they can get that down? Yeah, look, that's that's one of our basic premises, that inflammation is at the root cause or part of the root cause for all health conditions these days. So anything that reduces inflammation is going to have you know, big impacts health-wise long-term. Great. Uh, so before we wrap it up, any last thoughts on meditation uh, this afternoon, guys? Yeah, definitely. So, um, you know, how do you get started? So for just a few minutes in the morning and the evening, rather than... So you can do what I do is before I go to bed of a night time, I'll shut my eyes and do a bit of a meditation while I'm going to sleep. Now, some people might um, download this, some apps you can get on your phone. And if people um, get onto our website and look at our blog on meditation, we've got listed there some of the free apps that you can download. So you can have your phone by your bedside. Remember to have it at least a metre away from your head. You know, we're very big on trying to avoid electromagnetic radiation. Big, long set of headphones. And you can sort of listen to the meditation while you're going to sleep. As long as you don't fall asleep and then the cord strangles you, you know, while you're asleep. <laughs> also a Peter Mullen recommendation <laughs> not to do. So there's lots of lots of places you can get some great, um, uh, like download some great free meditation apps. We've got those all listed on our um, website. As Amanda said, if you haven't done yoga before, start yoga. If you've never done meditation, yoga is a great introduction to the concept of 
you know, relaxing the body and then hence relaxing the mind as well. Um, so there are a couple of great places to start. So have a look at our blog for where to download some free apps. And, um, you know, you can get started straight away or look at something like yoga. Sounds pretty good. Uh, uh, the next uh, talks that are around at the moment, of course, are Tuesday, uh, May the 8th. Uh, that's the thyroid talk. Uh, that's happening very shortly. Uh, another couple coming up, uh, Meet Lee Holmes, author of Supercharge Your Gut, uh, 22nd of May. That'll be an interesting one, Peter. Yeah, that'll be a great one. Lee, Lee's um, been on the show here before. She wrote a book called Heal Your Gut, and now she's come back with her new book that looks at um, some even you know extra, extra super-duper things, particularly around fasting. I believe as well. So, um, and I think she's going to come onto the show and have a bit of chat about that before the talk as well. And uh, the one that follows that is on June nineteenth. That's another Tuesday night, and it's uh, Amanda, your fertility talk. So that'll be uh, lots of great stuff. Yeah. So really focused on increasing your fertility, or to anyone that's struggling with their fertility, male, female, um, and the information there is is really designed to help people kickstart and get their fertility back up to scratch sounds good and next week on the radio peter it's uh, the thyroid again nutrients essential for thyroid function that'll be a uh, good program next week yeah definitely back to the back to the thyroid it's one of the you know most growing areas we're seeing in practice day to day so it's a, a big area of concern for a lot of people good to touch on it again and amanda your first uh, trip on the radio with peter dunn yeah thank you, you very go? much you for survived? Having me. yes thrown into the deep end now you just go and see some patients now that's where the real work begins <laughs> back into the real work <laughs> all right and peter we'll catch you next week thanks as always thank you mark that's health and well-being with peter mullen and team this time around uh, and uh, that's it for us today enjoy the rest of your tuesday thanks for listening to this podcast from 2nurfm at the university of newcastle topics range from gardening to health well-being pet care finance business and travel You'll find them all at 2NURFM.com.